Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast. This week we're going to be going uh, over what happened at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix on top of some outside news that is going on in Formula One. You know, season has ended, so it's time for the off-season drama to start. And Let's go. It's it's off to a good start, baby. It's <laughs> off to a good start. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't believe the season's over. I mean... But you think we're going away till next season? No, we're not. I wrote down a ton of episode ideas this morning. We're not done yet, so you want us yeah, gone? Yeah, we got, we got some stuff coming. You'll never get rid of us. Uh, I just want to say, just as a side note before we get started fully, that uh, the TikTok I posted of me screaming is like yeah. exploding right now. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it, it got it got 500 likes today so far, which is like wow. big for us. So I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully yeah. one day I listen back to this and go oh, 500 likes. That's nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, but anyway, all right. Let's hit you. I'm gonna hit you with a quality in 6D. I'm gonna do it on my watch this time because I don't know fancy. why I haven't been doing that. I know, fancy. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get it. Three, two, one. All right, so this qualifying is basically exactly the entire story of F1 this season. First of all, both Red Bulls were on the front row, front row lockout, then both Ferraris, then both Mercedes, basically the exact accurate speed of all of the cars this season. Uh, Behind that, we had Lando Norris with a really great result of P7. They keep saying he's going to change his number to seven because he keeps going seventh. Um, Esteban Ocon was behind him. And then Sebastian Vettel in his last ever qualifying gets in the top 10, finishes ninth, the hand of Danny Rick in 10th, Fernando Alonso in 11th, Yuki with an okay 12th. I mean, better than expected for for Tari this season. Mick Schumacher in 13th in a bid to save his seat. Four and 14th, Lance Stroll, uh, just ahead of Joe Guanyu in 15th, K Mag in 16th, Pierre Gasly in 17th, Bottas with a rough qualifying in 18th, Albon in 19th, and always last, Mr. Latifi in his final qualifying. <laughs> what a good way to end the quality in 60. Ah, uh, dude. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was all the pre race drama was just, just a little recap was, you know, is Checo and Max breaking up and then they say they're good and they, they seem, they seem, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, is this just PR? But to me, it seemed like they were actually good. I mean, as a Red Bull fan, would you agree that they seem to have made it up? Like they'd been okay. Yeah. I have like Max came out and like, I told you this in person or over text. I was like, Max is pretty blunt about everything. Like yeah. there's not much he like covers up or anything. And he was saying, we talked about it and what, and we're good now, but all that should have happened is we should have had that talk a lot sooner. Yeah. I, and it was, and they didn't disclose what it was, but it was just something between them that needed to be covered up or, you know, figured out that finally got figured out. And all he said was it needed to be sooner, but I mean, it, it could have been, I mean, Monaco. honestly, it could. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, it couldn't have been Monaco. Yeah. yeah, I, I, um, I thought, I thought it would be honestly for a while, but then I'm like, that was probably hashed out immediately. Maybe, yeah. And they knowing said, Max, it probably was because you know he's like he he's like very like I said blunt. He's gonna come up to you right after it happens. I mean, look, you know the clip of him and uh, Akon. Yeah. Or Ocon. Yeah. He immediately goes up and talks. That's like how he is with every incident. He'll immediately go and figure out what happened, why, and fix it. Yeah. I totally in agree. His, in his way. So, so this I had to like be something that, bigger. That's what made me think. Yeah. That's what made me think it wasn't Monaco because they probably handled that directly after it happened. Yeah. Well, 
let's just go ahead and get into the teams. Let's. I want to cover the news as we go with the teams because I feel like that's relevant. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna start with Mercedes because I feel like that's. I don't know. It feels like a good place to start. So obviously last yeah. race I was very excited. One two maximum points. This weekend was not one of those. Um, Mercedes had a, a pretty poor weekend it was it was very disappointing it was going to be a stretch to get p2 anyway um Mm -hmm. lewis had his first mechanical dnf of the season that it was really disappointing it was the first mechanical dnf for mercedes for the whole year which considering how um the lack of pace at least showed their reliability so um you know they were able to pick up p3 basically because of that and fight for p2 for most of the season um Mm -hmm. I'll say this right at the beginning of the race. Uh, I believe it was the first lap. Carlos Sainz shoved Lewis off of the track, in my opinion. And uh, and then Lewis had to give the place back. <laughs> and I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I, I know that I, I can't even remember how it went down, but I believe Lewis got away with it before the year before. And He did. That's I, that's. So yeah, that's that that was my point. I was going to I knew we were going to talk about this. Um, but yeah, he did it last year to max, but see, but he didn't like, he didn't have to give the place back and this, and no, 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 he got away with it. Yeah. And it would have been, it's in the same situation. I believe it was, uh, Lewis where science was, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think Lewis was in the place where he shoved the max off. Mm. And then what they should have done is made Lewis give back the position then, but this Mm. year, you see what I'm saying? I I don't know. Yeah. I, he did go off the track last year, so it's 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 different. It's not as point for point. It's not. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's not an exact replica. It is a little bit different. So. But what did you think? Did you think it was Lewis's fault, or did you think it was a racing I mean, incident? Okay. I think. I mean, I honestly thought Science was or had the the racing line. Mm. After a while, like I watched it a few times. I knew we were going to talk about this, <laughs> and I wanted to have my point ahead of time. I think science had the racing line but i still think it was just uh i mean it's you know first lap everybody's fighting for position so it's kind of a racing incident in my opinion it was a little too aggressive i think and i think yeah yeah and i think to be fair i think lewis's move last year was a little too aggressive um max is known for his aggressive race style so i think that had something to do with it last year but yeah um Science surprised me because science is like kind of a passive driver, I would almost say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he's obviously a Grand Prix winner. Um, but I was yeah. just surprised and kind of frustrated. Um, so anyway, so Lewis gets shoved off and then he eventually DNFs. They, they claim it's not because of that. It was some hydraulic leak. Um, I mm-hmm. don't know how they can say for sure that that wasn't it, but because I thought for sure that was why. But Lewis, I don't know if you noticed this, and this just shows like Max is the same way and like all the the tip-top great drivers are like this. The second there is a 0.01% difference in how the car is running, they notice. And Lewis yeah. in lap eight was saying, there's something wrong with the car. And they're like, no, it's fine. He's like, there's something wrong with the car. And lo and behold, yeah. 40 laps later, they have to d- he has to DNF. So yeah. I always find that impressive. Max does that too. He goes, He's like, there was a slight shift, but glitch between two and three and i'm sure it was just Mm -hmm. like instead of click it was like click like you know just like click you know just a little tiny yeah it's very impressive to me so tiny difference but anyway bad day uh russell had a slow stop 
that took 5.2 seconds, which caused them to unsafe release him and also get him a five-second penalty. So, yep. oh, so he finished in the top five. Uh, and because of that, I'm just going to go straight into Ferrari real quick. I already talked about science. Uh, he was public enemy number one during this race for me, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he, uh, so because of that, I mean, Leclerc ends up, you know, science ends up in P five, um, mm-hmm. or sorry. Um, science ends up in P four, I believe. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, P four. Yeah. Right. Right ahead of Russell, just to make matters worse. And, um, you know, I think the biggest conversation in this, and I want to bring this in, is obviously, okay, Ferrari gets P2 in the championship, um, but another significant thing was that Leclerc was able to pass Checo um, mm-hmm. and stay ahead of Checo, and I, I have thoughts about how the race started with Red Bull, and I want to throw it to you here in just a second, but here's what I'll say. There was a moment in the race, and I'm sure everybody remembers because this is where uh, Checo earned his Mexican Minister of Defense line, where last year in Abu Dhabi, um, and by last year I mean 2021, um, yeah, he held up Lewis for probably five to eight seconds worth of time. It was a pretty yeah. insane thing, and uh, they have done the math now since then, and Lewis cost Checo enough time that it ended up costing him P2 in the championship. Because wow. Checo finished, I believe it was 1.2 seconds behind um, Leclerc, and yeah. Lewis and Lewis held him up for 1.4 or something like that. It's, it's it, wow. it, there's that's rounded, but and yeah, yeah. not rounded in a way that it would make a difference. So I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. passing is a different thing, but I mean Lewis got his revenge <laughs> before he went out, so I'm sure that wasn't <laughs> like intentional. He was just trying to race him, but. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. So how did you feel about Red Bull's race? Cause I mean, obviously they came in gunning for P2, their first one, two in the championship and they didn't get it, but obviously Max won another race. Yeah. So how do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, obviously I was very sad that Checo didn't get the one, two, or we didn't get the one, two for right. the championship. Uh, I was really hoping, I honestly had a feeling it wasn't going to happen this week. Mm. Um, just because I felt like. Leclerc was going to do everything he could to get that. Right. Because uh, he, he drove really well this race. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm still happy because, like, you know, Max is still, you know, he's extending a record, uh, you know, for the most victories in, yeah. in the season. So I'm I'm happy about that because, you know, his stats are already crazy for the season. Insane. Truly insane. Um, yeah. I mean, it sucks, man, for Checo, but. I'm uh yeah so I can't I can't say that like I as a as coming from this year I want to say oh like you know next year they'll they'll have another shot but like I've just got this gut wrenching feeling that next year is going to be so competitive mm. I don't know I mean I just feel like all these teams are like gonna just they're gunning for it like I mean Ferrari's Ferrari if Ferrari could have had like a really good chance this year yeah with their car. And like, like you were saying, like if if Lewis was in a Ferrari this year, he probably would have won. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, Max drove out of his mind. I mean, when you compare his numbers, to- or would have would have definitely been competitive. I feel like, yeah, because like Ferrari, if you don't, if you remember uh, when we first started doing this, like within our first few podcast episodes, Ferrari was like the fastest on track. Yeah. It's just their decision making was what cost them so many races. Yeah, I mean, Red Bull had the straight line speed advantage, but overall, I mean, they still qualified great. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. I, okay. So here's what I want to say. I have a lot to talk about Ferrari too. Um, uh, so at the beginning of the race, I don't know if you remember, but obviously Max is on pole. Mm -hmm. There was a yeah. moment, and this is very subjective, and it's hard to really like blame. I'm not blaming Max for anything. And I want to be clear too that Max, and I actually mistyped this to you, with if Max had given up the position last week, it actually wouldn't have been enough. He would have been one point yeah. short or, uh, uh, in Brazil. One point short. And even if they had tied... Mm -hmm. Even if they had tied, Leclerc would have had the tiebreaker. So yeah. it's not Max's fault, at least in that one race. But this is interesting that I thought. Rewatching some of the highlights, I feel like Max could have let Checo overtake for first position in that race at the very beginning, and maybe they mm -hmm. would have had a chance. That is my one takeaway. Again, very subjective. I mean, it's hard to say, hey, give up first place, Max. But – yeah, but I, I mean, there was a moment where they were fighting, and if Max had let off just a little bit, he would have been safe from Leclerc and whoever else was behind him. I think Lando was behind him at the beginning, mm -hmm. and um, the other thing is, just like he, you never know, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm not blaming Max. I'm not saying like oh, like uh, like we were last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. But it's just interesting to think <laughs> about, and it sucks. And I know that. Checo was really gunning for it. and honestly I was kind of hoping Checo would get it too. So, yeah. Mostly because making fun of Ferrari is very fun. Um <laughs> and speaking of Ferrari, um you know, obviously they pulled off this 1-2. Their overall standings, I mean, they finished second and four, uh fifth in the championship, so they've they finished behind Russell, which is kind of surprising. Um yeah. I had forgotten that if both the drivers had wrecked, Russell actually would have gotten P two in the championship, which is kind of nuts. Um considering what if Leclerc and uh Chico? Yeah. Yeah. I think he would have had to win the race. So it would have had to been all three. But still the fact that he was even semi in contention was kind of blowing my mind. Um it's yeah, crazy. So let's just let's talk about the news. So Mattia Bonato, uh, luckily we waited to record this at the perfect time. He's officially out. They officially he officially resigned this morning. Or last night, maybe I don't know time difference, yeah. um, and uh, I think it's a good call. I think that's uh, I'm sure there was some forcing out that happened, but I'm glad that they yeah yeah for sure let him leave respectfully. So yeah, I think it's the right call. He's been there a while. I think they need new leadership. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. You have to there... start making changes. Yeah, yeah, because I mean there are definitely some things he said throughout the year that were just blatantly not correct. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the, their biggest problem they're facing is I'm hearing some of their lead engineers are going to leave over this too, and really? that is a problem. Now, wow. if it's the engineers that are the reliability fault, uh, that's a whole different thing. But, uh, you know, it's hard. That's tough. That's a tough loss for them, especially oh, yeah. with their car that was that good. So uh, I don't really want to talk too much about next year in this podcast because we're going to have a whole lot of that over the next – That's fair. Over the next while – but I, I, it's going to be tough for them with Mercedes behind their back and um, mm -hmm. Red Bull obviously coming in, starting with a great car. So I feel like I think you're right that it is going to be competitive because Ferrari and Mercedes are going to fix their own issues and Red Bull are going to be um, stifled a little bit by their wind tunnel stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think all of yeah. that, the first race is just going to be awesome. So I really hope so. All right, so how about you give me one of your teams now that we've kind of covered the top three teams? All right, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Haas. 
okay. real quick. Let's just let's just knock this out of the way. Oh, like they um, did to Latifi? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start calling this uh, Haas positions because they finished P16 and P17 once again for this season, and I feel like that is just like. It's like Lando Norris finishing P6 and P7. It's like always going to happen. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, they finished P16 and P17 with Mick finishing ahead um, in his final race in F1 as of now. But there are rumors, speculation that he will be Mercedes reserve driver. And it's basically the only news left to that's still like floating out there right now. Yeah, everything else has pretty much been confirmed that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, I mean, should I talk about? Yeah, talk about the we'll driver. Talk- yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Nico Hulkenberg is officially the new Haas driver, and I still don't know how I feel about it. Me neither. Because, like, what did Nico Hulkenberg ever do in Formula One? And no podiums. That's for with sure. a Renault. He had zero wins, zero podiums, and one pole. Oh, he had a pole. I didn't know that. He had one pole, and that was in the rain, if that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. They're going for experience. I mean, maybe he's consistent. I mean, I've watched him. I watched him when he was still had a seat when I started watching. Mm-hmm. He always seemed like not the friendliest of guys, and I hope yeah. him and K-Mag get along because I know there were some drama back in the day, but they say they're fine. It's a choice. They now have one of the most experienced drivers in terms of race starts and laps and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like Haas. All the, this is always just kind of like, eh, we'll find yeah. out. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I hope Mick gets some sort of reserve role. I feel like a uh, reserve at Mercedes is a good, good spot for I him. I think it's. I think it's gonna happen. I mean, there was a uh, what Toto like publicly said like we're interested. Yeah, he was like, oh, we've always, you know, ha- you know, we've always got his back. Um, so I'm pretty sure he's going to end up there. Like, like at least like a 95% chance he's going to end up there. Yeah, and also I already kind of said it, but will you tell us what uh, what Mick did in the race? Oh, wait, what did you say? What When Mick uh, and Latifi. Oh, like took Latifi out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful, wasn't it? They did their slide the move, and they were going. It was uh, it was the double. Yeah, they were perfectly uh, the in double, sync. It was crazy. I the was double like, spin. Yeah, it was like something out of F one twenty two. It was like what? Yeah, it's like they were celebrating early for the season being over. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, do you remember Mick going and doing the donuts, and they were like, "We can't." Oh man, we can't. Yeah, that was so sad, dude. Because he said, "Dude, he sounded." heartbroken on the radio well i found out why at first i thought that he just wasn't supposed to but i didn't realize that he wasn't in the right area to do them they have like designated oh. zones but like this should let just let the guy what oh you got to give him a penalty oh no <laughs> yeah. when's that gonna when's that gonna come out also or, you know come s- to place speaking of which i don't know how they figured this out but latifi sorry not latifi Sonoda and Mick Schumacher tied on points standings overall for the season, mm-hmm. uh, but they put Mick over Sonoda. I don't really know how they do that math. I guess overall average race finish or something. But uh, maybe that's interesting. It was like when he got points, maybe he was in a higher position. 
something Aver- like on average uh, like, i don't know i just i was surprised by that so hmm. um okay. speaking of yuki how and we uh how is alpha tari's race uh kind of lackluster just you know another alpha tari race uh <laughs> um uh yuki did finish just outside the out of the points p11 he he normally averages around like p12 to p14 or 15 so right. uh so that, that was pretty well sometimes that was pretty good from him you know obviously didn't get points but uh pierre with his official last race drive of alfatari finished p14 so wasn't too great from him he said he you know the this race doesn't reflect his time at alfatari uh, i'm sad to see him leave uh, cause obviously I've always been, you know, since I started watching been a Pierre Gasly fan, but I am excited to see where or how he does at Alpine and, um, and Nick DeVries is a great driver. I mean, you guys, yeah, yeah. And I was about to say, we're also like still getting a, a good driver that, you know, maybe with two young guys that can, they can do a lot better next year. Yuki's got to um, step up now. He's had his years. Of, I agree. Yeah. Yuki's got a. I think Nick, De, Nick DeVries is going to end up team leader by the end of the season. Oh, totally. He's already more responsible. If not already. Yeah. yeah. I think they're contractually equal, I believe. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, though. I give it a few races and DeVries, if Yuki doesn't perform next year, um, that he would be, he'll be like the number one for AlphaTauri. They'll be focusing on him a lot more. Yeah, I bet. Um, and speaking of Alpine, I mean, Alpine had a fantastic weekend, not in race result, but they finished, you know, uh, uh, Alonzo DNF'd again, which really just sucked for them. But, um, you know, they ended up P4 in the constructor standings, which is a huge win, um, for them, uh, you know, beating mclaren i mean that's a tough mclaren was p3 and a couple years ago is now p5 that's that's tough but they had a great race um for that and Ocon had a great finish um you know i think him in the top 10 is good with their car and seven is just fantastic so um you know lando finished ahead of them but uh i think it didn't matter in the end so there's no way they were going to pick up the 19 points uh yeah. And you could talk about McLaren, uh, but I just want to say that I thought of an interesting point, which is, you know, obviously Danny Rick, uh, we didn't talk about that either, but, you know, obviously Danny Rick, his last drive, two drives with um, McLaren, uh, sc- barely scores points, score- gets a ninth in this race, but yeah. I believe he cost them more money than his contract in just that one wreck last week in Brazil. Because, really? yeah, because I mean, it's like 12 or $15 million difference. And, you know, mm-hmm. his contract is somewhere in that range. I can't remember exactly or was. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big, I mean, that's a big L for Danny, like to cause, oh, yeah. to, to cause that wreck that he did last week. So, mm-hmm. and, and take that, take his car out of the race. So anyway, tell for us sure. about, uh, so how did you feel about McLaren this weekend? Uh, Like I talked about earlier, uh, Lando once he like i literally you said this earlier i literally have it also in my notes that uh lando norris finished p6 like he has throughout the remainder or the 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 entire season (laughs) he's very consistent um so i'm hoping that he's eventually going to get his race win next season it's coming really want to see that it's coming Uh, like because he man he deserves it he's he's been he's been thick and thin with mclaren this year like trying to give them the points they need um so very very excited for lando 
Um, and Daniel, like you said, he finished P9 for this race. So, you know, got points on this final race. Bravo to him. Um, but like you said, they finished behind Alpine. So hopefully next year they'll be a little bit more competitive with their drivers. So I want to touch on something here. Um, so I believe that part of McLaren's problem was actually Mercedes's fault in their engine this year. Um, really? I don't, I believe that I said this a lot. This is almost like it's not an unfounded, it's not, I wouldn't even say a conspiracy. It's just like from my, I'm not an engineer, so I have very brief knowledge on this, but from yeah. what I understand, the 10% fuel change to eco fuel, I've said this before, mm-hmm. really affected Mercedes. And obviously, their engine's custom built to their car, and they give the engine that same engine to McLaren. So yeah. obviously, Mercedes is starting with a reliable engine, but um, not as fast. I think they were starting with that. I mean, the fact that McLaren was in a fight for it at all after their first couple of races, which were terrible, yeah. um, was good. But at the same time, while that argument is sound, you don't see it translating to AlphaTauri, who Red yeah. Bull had by far the fastest car. And if there is ever proof that they are not sister teams anymore, or junior, uh, sorry, they are sister teams yeah, now, yeah. not junior team, th- it's, this is it. Because oh, yeah. um, it's just been a terrible year for them. I mean, that's just the only thing I can think of the word to describe it. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's. I mean, Pierre Gasly, in my opinion, is one of the. I don't know. He's in the top ten on the grid, uh, but he's a very underrated driver. I, I feel like. Yeah. And him not delivering is I. I mean, Alpine obviously believes it too. I, I is not his fault. Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, and Alpine obviously got the win. Uh, for in P4, McLaren, rough time. And uh, uh, we talked about Williams. Uh, Williams, their biggest win of the weekend was that Logan Sargent got enough points to become their driver next year. So we have an American back on the grid. I'm very excited about that. Oh, yeah. Um, he... I don't know. I hope I hope I ended up hope I end up liking him as a person because I really want to pull for him. Like like not yeah, my number one sure. driver, but I want him to do well. So I'd like yeah. to see him and Albon pulling P12s and 13s at least every mm-hmm. race, close to points. You know, um, especially when we see what Devries can do in a car like that. You know, I hope hope they can do something similar. Um, Latifi didn't cause his own wreck this time, so <laughs> there's that. Wasn't his fault. Good Not job. Uh, he's still DNF <laughs> though, and uh, and he's gone for good. There's no rumors. There's nothing. I think he's just mm-hmm. he's just done. But that's that's okay. Yeah. And you know, as much as we make fun of him, uh, he is a good guy. And uh, from what we can tell, and everybody yes. says that, so he will be missed. Final pieces of news to go over. Uh, well, first, actually, I'll... I have one thing to say first. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um. So did you? Well, I forgot to mention this as we were talking about Alpine. Um, but did you see what uh, Akon said about Fernando Alonso? Uh, no, I know there was there was some beef. I think. Yeah. So uh, he basically said that Alonso did nothing for the team this year. <laughs> where it's like he didn't show up to PR events. He didn't do any of like the sim testing. He said pretty much 98% of the work was put on, uh, uh, what's his name? Akon. Yeah, Akon. Interesting. So, 
I'm pretty sure they're glad to be splitting ways. Both of them are probably glad to be apart from each other. There's some bad blood in that team. I mean, Piastri, yeah, like, when you're in their driver school and you're trying to leave, when you have the opportunity to get a major seat, like, he yeah. risked his whole career to get out of there. That's oh, yeah. suspicious to me. And, uh, yeah. This man broke F1 Twitter for a few days. <laughs> yeah, Alonzo... <laughs> Alonzo, I don't know what to think about him. He's always talking smack. He's a world champion. Well, you know, he did the same thing at McLaren. Like, I know. He, or, like, he tried to or, – or not did the same thing, but, like, he was, like, the – or he acted like he was the boss. Yeah. And I feel like he had that mentality at Alpine, like, where he just did thinks, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm the big guy here. I don't have to do this. You know, just send the other guy. Everybody's talking big, big stuff about Aston Martin – and, you know, obviously this is Vettel's final race. We did our tribute yeah. episode to him. Really sad. It was kind of hard to watch, um, especially I'm so glad they gave him an interview and all. And they really focused on him. Oh, they yeah. totally messed up his tire strategy, totally oh, screwed yeah, up this dude. whole strategy after his fantastic qualifying. But Vettel and Stroll both got in the points. So there's a lot of hype around this team that, Al uh, yeah. that Alonzo is going to. I mean, I don't love Stroll, but he's at least – he delivers consistency. I'll, I'll give him that. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, like I've mentioned many times, they've poached a lot of people. Can they deliver? I mean, I, they've definitely gotten better over the season. I mean, they've finished in the points multiple races. Again, my theory about the Mercedes engine not being the best engine this year, them mm -hmm. working through that. If Mercedes figures out their crap with their engine, I mean, who who knows? I mean, they could be a contender. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see if Alonzo does it similar to Aston Martin. I believe yeah. Aston Martin will be his final seat in Formula One, not because he's going to uh, get fired. I mean, he might, but I mm -hmm. just because I think, you know, it's the time has come for him to be in his last home. I mean, he's driven on basically yeah. every seat at this point. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I forgot to mention one more thing, which. Go for it. Uh, or maybe maybe I did talk about it. Actually, I'm sorry, my brain is blanking. Let me know if I didn't talk about it or if I did already. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about Daniel Ricardo for next year. Yeah, we have not talked about it. Okay, I was making sure because like I for, just completely forgot when talking about both Red Bull and McLaren. Um, so Daniel Ricardo is I'm pretty sure 100% confirmed. Yeah, yeah, he now. signed. He signed. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And the last thing I saw was um was Horner saying like you know he's not signed but like you know that's that's our intention. You know they posted on his thing and everything. He's he's okay, all okay, in. okay. I was making sure, making sure, making sure. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Um, so Danny Rick is officially reserved or confirmed as the reserve driver for Red Bull, which like, like I, how, blows my mind. How, this is the biggest foot in the mouth moment I've ever seen. Eggs, dude, it's crazy. Leaves because he's afraid to not be the number one driver. Ends up the third <laughs> is, driver. Is now the number three driver. But you know what? Man. I, I want to give him a lot of crap, but this is the best career decision Daniel Ricardo has ever made. Yes, I'm just saying. Because the other ones were terrible. Because <laughs> he should have yeah. went to McLaren originally, and then he goes to he McLaren. He left. Well, he shouldn't have left. He should never have left. <laughs> and then he goes to to the like a right bad team because he wants to be God. And then he's then he goes no 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 I'm I'm tired of this I'm tired of not winning I'm gonna go to McLaren and still not win. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. Obviously, he's the only person that's delivered a race win. People forget about that. Uh, yeah. But 
yeah, this season was just poor. Um, I was rewatching Drive to Survive, uh, last season's Drive to Survive, and I just forgot how mm-hmm. badly he did at the beginning of last year too. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. so I'm excited to see him there. I feel like you know if if one of them gets sick, he's gonna be in a Red Bull driving a driving a race. Oh yeah, dude. Imagine if he wins. Uh, do you, <laughs> dude? If he wins in a Red Bull next season, I'm not buying merch, but. I don't know. I bought my parents a lot of merch for Red Bull. You gotta, how about this? You got to drink a Red Bull. All right, I'll drink a Red Bull. <laughs> um, and we actually we actually were talking about this. Yeah, I was gonna say um, talk about the Red Bull packs. Uh, so yeah, we well Nick sent me a video the other day of Daniel Ricardo and Max Verstappen on a uh, on a Red Bull box, like a four pack of Red Bull cans. A new one. Uh, a new one. This isn't dated or anything. This is new. Because it has this year's um, car on it, so it's not an yeah. old pack. Um, so obviously they're, which like it's crazy because it's been what a a week. They must have been signing. They must have known he was going to sign. Yeah, for like a I month. mean that's fair. Yeah, but so I did some investigating and could not find it at my local grocery store, but I did in, in fact find one with Max and Checo, and I did buy it, and it is now sitting behind me on my mat. <laughs> I would have too. If I see if I see it, I'll probably buy it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna find the Lewis Hamilton monster. It's like the zero sugar purple can with his name on it, and we're gonna find. Uh, I don't know if I don't think they make a specific like Formula One or Max or Checo can of Red Bull, but we're just gonna get a pack of the F one box uh, Red Bull cans, and we're gonna swap on the podcast, try them out. And uh, rate the drinks. Maybe we can get Kendra on, and she can drink the Daniel Ricardo wine that he just put out. Oh, that's right. Isn't it like? Isn't it pretty cheap? Too? I think it's pretty cheap wine. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I don't drink, but I feel like Kendra would be funny for it to try because she's she's kind of oh a wine. yeah, we'll do she's that. She's kind of a wine girl, so not really. She doesn't drink that much, but I just think it's I think it'd be funny. Uh, oh yeah, uh, and drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Yes. Yeah. Please. We're not telling you don't buy Daniel Ricardo's wine. I mean, he does need the money, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wonder what his contract is. Yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. Probably actually. one year. I kind of want him to just like linger. See, what they figured out immediately, and I think is really smart in his role, is they yeah. said that he's the third driver. They used the word third. I bet that was in his contract. He doesn't want the word reserve. I guarantee mm. you that's in his contract. And really? then number two is they said he's going to be a marketing guy. So, you know, all those places that Checo was going and, like, driving yep. around and doing extra stuff, Danny Rick is the perfect guy for this. He could do this the rest of his career. He could do this for, like, another 10 or 15 years. Oh, yeah, dude. He would, like, he's got the personality to be a PR rep. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's perfect for this. This is this might oh, be yeah. his perfect job. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. I, I know he'll want to get back in a drive somewhere. And if – I believe it's over, but if for some reason there is still beef between Max and and um, and Checo, we're gonna find out real fast. So, oh yeah, um, he could end up in a seat. Uh, I think we covered everybody except Alfa Romeo. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Tell sure. me about Alfa Romeo's race. Uneventful. Uneventful. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Good research. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not just kidding. Uh, we had Vatas finishing P15, which I was like, kind of like he just had a really bad weekend. I'm not gonna lie. He had a bad season. Like, yeah, I mean that's fair, but this this race definitely reflected that. And uh, Joe ended up P12, so you know he's at least showing he can get a little higher. Um, they renewed his contract as we talked about, so he's gonna be there again. 
excited to hopefully see him get a get some good points next year. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's that was pretty much it for Alfa Romeo this week. Um, some of the upcoming episodes that we're gonna do, one of them that I actually haven't even told you about, but I think you're gonna like this idea, is we're gonna do an episode where we kind of cover every driver's career and how they got to their seat. I think that'll be a good episode to put okay. out for everybody that are you know new listeners, new watchers that. For yeah, the beginning for sure. of next season, especially because, you know, Drive to Survive covers everything that happened the year before. But there's a lot of stuff like I don't know currently all of Nick DeVries' stuff or Piastri. Like, oh, yeah, for there's sure. There's a ton of stuff because I'm not that deep into F2. I did see, I'll say this, my TikTok is trying to get me into Formula E because people keep saying, hey, you know, oh, it's okay. a winter sport. If you're if you're missing racing, it starts sooner than F2. And I'm just kind of like... <laughs> Oh no! Don't do it! <laughs> don't don't get. Nick's gonna be into Formula E fan. I I literally almost watched an F two race, and I found out there's an F two race in England when I go. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, but not in Miami. There's like nothing going on in Miami during that weekend, oh, yeah. and that's the one I was hoping it would be because it's sooner in the season. But yeah. Anyway, who would you give your winner and loser to this race? Ooh, um, winner Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Uh, end end of the season, ending on a good note with a P two, um, and then loser, probably gonna be McLaren. Yeah. Um, after a very rough season, they made it even, or not, they made it even worse. But Alpine just outperformed them, and they ended below them, so they just did not have. I mean, they're going backwards, like unlike they wanted to. Agree. Like they're back where they were, what three, four years ago. Yeah, it's it's a bad bad time for them. Um, I'm gonna give my winner to Ferrari overall. Very similarly, I think P2 in the championship is admirable in both sports. I mean, both um, um, competitions. I couldn't think of the word. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, we can't expect a team rising up to beat Mercedes and compete with Red Bull at all from P3 last year is impressive. Mm -hmm. Leclerc's highest finish ever. Um, You know, despite all their shortcomings this year, they even made a good decision to whatever, except Bonato's resignation. I hope they make a good hire. You know, I've been hearing Ross Braun might be their, their CEO. I might, I've been hearing that Prince Tost might be their CEO. Yeah. I don't know who they're going to pick as their team principal CEO, but uh, it needs to be somebody good. It needs to be somebody reliable, and I don't know who that's going to be. So, you know, whoever, uh, what's what's the guy's name from Alfa Romeo? I'm I'm blanking. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm such a noob. I'm so sorry, guys. I totally forgot. <laughs> I know you're good. I've, I've, his I've name is hard to pronounce too, so I always forget. Frederick Vasseur. Dang it! I could see oh, his their face. Team principal. Yeah, it's their team principal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard that he could be it too. I mean, he's a. Really? Yeah, I mean he's French, but he is in the Ferrari system of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I true. don't know. Or bring somebody up that we don't know yet. Uh, I don't know if Ferrari would do that. Everybody is saying they want Vettel, and if Vettel, some reason after all of this, I do zero percent of me thinks he will because he's all. No, no, no. no. He keeps saying not. family and all this stuff, but I mean. I still think Audi if, should make. If, if Vettel is going to be in Formula One, he's going to be racing. I think I still think this Audi should try and talk him to coming back in twenty twenty six, but that's I could see me. that or be I team principal. 
I mean, but he he yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Um, did I say my loser? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm gonna say loser Mercedes. Um, I humbly as a Mercedes fan, I have to say that between a mechanical DNF, penalties, there was every part of the team messed up a little bit, and it wasn't all the worst. I mean, a DNF is terrible. So, but just losing P2 in the championship. It's got to have an effect on something. Now, they get more wins yeah. on the time, but they get less money. I don't know if that matters mm-hmm. to them. It might not. But also, this is really nitty-gritty, but Lewis Hamilton has been pulling to the first stop in the pit or the last uh, – wait, is it the first? It's the first, sorry. The first stop uh-huh. in the pit wall for mm-hmm. years. And, oh, you yeah. know, it's easy to miss. It's got to have some effect on him, right? And moving oh, down yeah. two doors – or four doors, you know, technically. So I think that could have some impact. Um, They're not going to be top boss anymore. They're going to be a different place in the paddock. It's going to be, it's a mental thing. And are Mm -hmm. they going to rise up or are they going to be 2015 Red Bull? You know, we don't know yet. Yeah. So uh, we shall wait and see. So I think uh, that's about it. Um, Unless you have anything else, Dawson. No, you're good. I do not. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you all for writing through this season with us. Uh, we have a lot more in store. We're probably going to end up – I haven't actually talked to Dawson about this. But we're probably going to end up not releasing any more episodes until the start of next year, though we do have some we have to record that I haven't told you about. But uh, – uh, All right. <laughs> you said, okay, whatever you say. Um, whatever you say, Nick. Uh, yeah, that's right. I am the boss here. No, I'm just kidding. Do you feel like – tell me this. You, you don't have to give me any, like – super like poetic answer but this is your first full season that you've watched Mm -hmm. every race how do you feel did you enjoy it i did yeah i definitely uh i mean i don't know like i've never been like i've always liked sports uh but i've never been as invested as i have to this like like obviously um we have where we we have alabama football Roll tide. <laughs> we are we are the down south football guys, okay? But still, like I would probably prefer to watch a race at this point. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. Are, do you miss it yet? Because I already miss it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it. Went- but like, okay, here's the thing. This is also my first year of following off season drama, so I'm I'm excited for that as well. It's gonna get quiet here soon. Like in about a week or two, there's gonna be nothing, and then starting in like February, things are gonna be like. Boom, 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 yeah, because all the teams yeah, are going to start sure. like they'll be like a little bit of their car on Silverstone here, but oh, oh, they look good. Yep. And then when t- I can't wait for winter testing, because oh, yeah. dude, I just need to see Mercedes too well. Everybody <laughs> every year, Mercedes is always like we're on the back foot and no one believes them. But this year, I was yep. telling everybody I knew Mercedes is going to be bad. I'm telling you, just wait. <laughs> and everybody was like, Yeah, yeah, be quiet. <laughs> and I was right, <laughs> and it hurt. But it's over, maybe, or it's gonna continue. We'll find out. So I'm, I miss it. I can't. I need Drive to Survive to come out right now. Not that's right. Not I in March when bad. it's going to. So I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, but that's been oh, yeah. it for this episode. Uh, please share, like, subscribe, all that stuff at the Pitwall Pod, and okay. uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 It's lights out, and away we go. Goodbye. Ha <laughs> ha